Hey everybody, Jamie Kelly here. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Season 3 of The Approximate Podcast. Be sure to join our Patreon for only $5 a month to see all of Season 3's episodes in full HD video. That's patreon.com slash approximate podcast. If you're already a patron, thank you so much for your support. And to everyone who's tuned in, we love you all. And now, on with the show. Kitty, fucking stop it. God damn it. Fucking cat. Yeah, you. Oi. <laughs> Scrapple. Stop it. All right, cut. We're done. Fucking cat. God damn it. Keith. You son of a bitch, how you doing? <laughs> I am doing great. I have not seen you in quite a while, it actually. It's been too long. I think the last time we saw each other was at the, uh, oh, geez, as of the time of this recording, the Transerotica Awards. Yeah. Key Awards. That was two months ago. Yeah. That was... Yeah. Um, and uh, by the way, you fucking looked amazing Thank that you. night. Oh, yeah. You were just rocking <laughs> yes. the place. It was fucking awesome seeing you there. Um, I, I remember that while, uh, like, you know, it's a crazy event, everybody's running around, but you had mentioned something about you taking off to go to Japan, was it? Yeah, I... How was that? What That was amazing. I literally went the... That, that morning, I... Really? It was... Yes, wow. I, because it's cheaper to fly out of LAX than it is to fly to Tokyo from... Vegas. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. So I, my round trip flight was only, I think it was 700. Really? Yeah. And I, I bought trip insurance. <laughs> it was 800, but it was, yeah, it was 800 to go to Japan, round trip, nonstop. It's a great trip. Um, yeah, but I went literally the day after the, the award. Right after. I was, yeah. I had like no rest whatsoever. <laughs> and then I wasn't expecting at all to win the category that I was in. So yeah. I was just like, oh, I have a trophy. And I was like, oh, someone take my trophy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. Oh. Oh, sure. And then I'm like conflicted because I'm very excited about going to Japan. But then also like, oh, this big thing just happened. And then I'm getting, that was a lot, actually. A lot. Yeah. But, yeah. All good, though. It sounds all good yeah. stuff. And also, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big congratulations. Tell, tell the people up. what you won. So I won the Trans Erotic Awards um, Best Transmasculine Performer uh, Award. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Very. I was. (laughs) It was funny because um, I'm part of um, some group chats with Steven and he reached out and said like, hey, can you let us know a couple of like transmask talent or just people in general to help present awards? And he didn't ask me. I was like, Wow, I was like Stephen. There's a reason I w- why I was like <laughs> I was upset that night a little bit. I was like, wow, I wore this dress and I'm not gonna go on stage. And I was trying not to be petty about it the whole time. I was like, wow, I'm like I literally am wearing a dress right now. Like this is like I've never worn it. Like I haven't worn a dress in like seven years. I was very excited. And I'm like, wow, Stephen, you did me dirty. All that worry <laughs> just to find you're the main event. Yeah, I was Fucking like, oh, a. what? <laughs> oh, and for people that are listening, I don't know. Um, Stephen is the uh the ceo of groovy productions yeah yeah big name in our industry huge huge name in our industry so that's for people that might who's a steven you know <laughs> <laughs> just some steven guy just, there's, just, a, there's just a lot a, of them like a yeah. dude <laughs> just told me uh that uh, he doesn't ever want to see me on stage and i don't know who he was he just said his name was steven <laughs> yeah very rude very rude <laughs> no i love steven he's great yeah 
So uh, speaking of uh, trans mass stuff, like not only are you a performer and have been for how many years now? I've I've been a performer for about like two, three years. Yeah. Um, more professionally in the past like year. But now you're also like the behind the scenes running that engine, side. you know? Yeah, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess none of us really do. No. Like, we yeah. just like somehow we're producing. It's and very I, serendipitous, absolutely. Yeah, getting involved with Transnificent. Um, Transnificent. Yeah, uh, Nikki Sequoia, she had me, or I moved in um, to Vegas um, probably at this point. It was May of last year. So now I've been in Vegas officially for a year. And I moved in, and then I started doing PA work for her. And then she broke off from her old company, and we reformed a like a new company, a new production company. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at currently. What's the name of the new company again? It's Is No it Filter Photos. No Filter Photos. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I I remember when you guys were uh, just starting to form your own group, and there was it was something about a donut. You know, yeah, what yeah, was it called? yeah. So that's um, so like you know, I'm trying to think the business terminology for it, but there's like a DBA, and then there's like the official name. The official name is Donut Hole is our official name, <laughs> and we're DBA as No Filter Photos. Gotcha. Now, I like uh, the I like No yeah. Filter Photos. It's very good. Yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, God, it's it's only been a year since you've been here. It feels yeah. like so much has happened in that time. I am astounded by how much has happened. Yeah. And at the same day, time, like day to day, I'm just some kind of chilling. But there's so many things that have been happening, um, you know, especially with like Transnificent, um, working with a whole bunch of different new studios, doing individual work. And then, and then that's just on the production side for me. And then, then I have my vanilla work and I also have my personal production work for like my self-production work yeah for so. your own for your own content and things yeah absolutely it's it's you spend a lot of plates in this business yeah as an independent absolutely <laughs> doesn't it feel good being your own boss it really you does want to sleep forever yeah no like <laughs> every day is saturday which is the danger. Yeah, that's the that's danger. That's the danger when every day is Saturday, no day is Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, with my vanilla job, I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, you have the next two days off. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, right, right. I certainly do not. Absolutely. I'm like, no, I have a break from here. Uh -huh. <laughs> but not, not for from sex work. I have other stuff mm -hmm. to do, so. Yeah, busy, yeah. Busy. Mm. I was going to ask production-wise, what's your uh, favorite thing? Because when I met you, uh, you were a PA on set. Mm-hmm. Um, for a scene that I was coming in to shoot, and then I was introduced to you as the PA. So from, like, your PA work, what are you doing? Are you, like, really into photography now, more editing, videography? What's your... So funny, funny you say that. None of it, actually. Really? <laughs> None of it. Um, I actually come from a business background. I have a degree from uh, Cal Poly Humboldt in business management. Oh wow! Um, so I do all. Oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be work. our boss one day. That's <laughs> goddamn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I relent. Uh, I'm already in. Yeah. Where do I sign? Here for it. We. I do great <laughs> bookkeeping. We just did our taxes for the first time, and like <laughs> we handed over to the accountant. 
and I've been doing all the booking. They're like, wow, like they didn't have a, any, they didn't ask any questions. They're like, okay, all of this makes sense. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I, I did all the bookkeeping. Oh, yeah. I did all the tracking. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and yeah. then I do like, you know, making sure like licenses are kept up. Um, I help a little bit with booking. Um, I like, I like doing booking, scouting people, that which is mostly just scrolling Twitter. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. fun. Um, also, I actually really love set design. So that's yeah. the thing that I am consistently doing. I do set design, and I like I tend to do the manual labor, which is like moving lights, setting up the lights. Um, yeah. So still, yeah. still a lot of PA work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still a lot that, of PA work. PA work. That that never goes away. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, most no. most of what we do is PA work. I mean, yeah. shit is built in if you don't have a PA. Mm-hmm. If nobody's doing it for you, yeah. you got to do it yourself. Yeah, we don't have the budget for a PA. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, that's me. Yeah. For I mean, for our company, Stephanie's my PA, but we, I mean, we both know how to sling a roll of gaff absolutely. tape. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I essentially um, funded the majority of our like uh, of our business. So, but I kind of just let Nikki do everything. I'm I'm like I trust you. Here's some money. If we need more money, I have more money. Like just just do it. <laughs> well, I'm going to trust you. Well, yeah, and Nikki is a person you ought to trust. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I like her passion for it. Like yeah. she's interested in mm-hmm. producing. Yeah, we're gonna have her on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, well, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Um. I was actually I was imagining that we'd probably have both you both you on at the same time to talk about y'all's company at one point at some point yeah yeah at some point um, but w- Steph and I have a booking list that we have a Google Docs thing mm-hmm. and we just put everybody we know in Vegas on it and so we're just like Working whoever whoever randomly come up next on the list you know as who we're hitting up so. I mean, but, Nikki alone is just a very interesting person because absolutely. she's been in the industry for 10 years yeah, and has been in like so many different sides of the industry because she's gone through a lot of different like huge changes in her life that she has to become like a whole other different market, you know? Yeah. So a very interesting person just to have alone, but... Then you add the two of us together, and there's a whole other story. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, we'll actually, just talk I'm, about the company in, in yeah. particular. You I'm know. curious, yeah. how did you all meet? So I, um, this is kind of how I actually like and, got and more into feel, sex work. Feel free to answer her questions for her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, so this is kind of how I got into sex work. I oh. had got out of an. I was doing sex work, mostly doing OnlyFans on my own time with my ex-boyfriend. And then I broke up with him and I was having like, there was just all this stuff. And I had to move from where I was living before, which was in Humboldt County, California. And so I moved from Humboldt County, California. I was like, I'm going to move with my mom for like a month or two in Bakersfield, California. And Maybe because I was originally wanting to start a business in Humble. I'm like, you know, I'll just start one in Bakersfield. Um, I wanted to start a cafe. So I moved to Bakersfield and I hated living with my mom because I hadn't lived with my mom since I was like 16. Uh. So this was this was within like that's this was when I was 23. So I had not lived with her in a long time. And I was like, oh, yeah, this will be fine. Like, I, we're I, all grown ups. I was like, I did it for 16 years. I could do it like yeah. like for like a month or two like not a big deal i absolutely hated it and i was so depressed and my mom doesn't really like um 
accept the fact that I'm trans. So it was just like every day being misgendered and it was just, it was exhausting. Like, oh. I couldn't do it. And I had a mental breakdown on Twitter <laughs> no. and Nikki reached out to me. Well, at that point I had filmed with Transnificent um, once already. And so me and Nikki knew each other through that because right. I filmed for them once. And she reached out to me and was like, hey, um, you know, I have an extra room at my house. Like, you can just come and stay and you can do PA work for me mm. um, while you figure out whatever's going on and whatnot. And so I moved, like, immediately. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, Jumped perfect. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, I do not want to be here. I hate it here. Also, like... Bakersfield. Yeah. You know, I, I used to live in Porterville, uh, a few miles north of Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. So you know that that area, it's, it's the armpit of California. Yeah, I figured, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you know, I'll be in Bakersfield. That means I'll be like two hours from Los Angeles and I'll be doing all of these collabs and I'll work for all these companies while not paying rent. Like that, that sounds great. But the reality <laughs> is like, I feel like there's a lot of like LA talent that's not like the most reliable so it's like kind of hard to like get a shoe and like keep a shoe without people like rescheduling yeah. and doing the right test there's a lot of flicking out there yeah there so I moved out there I was like yeah I'm gonna yeah. film I didn't do a single clap no I did one I did one like oh. the second or third day that I moved down to like that area and then after that I never not oh, oh i was like oh, i was like wow okay whatever yeah. oh. <laughs> so then yeah it once i got to vegas i feel like i started actually like meeting people like in person like i had a lot of connections on like on social media but like actually meeting people is like a lot different yeah i what, i get the like the sensation that the because i mean i've worked all over you know and i've worked in places where there's just no industry at all been to la and now I'm here for just over like three and a half years now. Um, people come here to work. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's still, there's always going to be flakiness and cancellations mm -hmm. here and there. But we all just kind of like gather here specifically yeah. to be working. So that's, it's nice. Um, when the industry was hubbed, you know, there more, yeah, there's a lot more reliable work. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it was like March, April that I was living in near Los Angeles and Bakersfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I just wasn't able to really get work while I was yeah, out there, yeah. which I'd say this yeah. was probably around like 20, like 16, 17 ish. And then like, uh, when it was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's when I lived in LA. Yeah, there lived there in, like, was a, a grand business exodus from LA. Oh, yeah. To Las most Vegas. Of it was around most of it was around Prop 60, the whole thing that was a you know, thing for a while. Yeah. Actually, when I moved to Vegas, there was a lot of people that I'm still close with that moved to Vegas around the same time. Yep. Like Ashley Aspen moved mm -hmm. here about the same time. Ava Holt. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. All the same time. Um, Nicola, when she was here, and which she, she's gone, but she's coming back. Yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, she's coming back. <laughs> yeah, she has to. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a Florida joke, people. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Florida. Damn. Yeah, so... That was the government, not the people. Well, I mean, some. Uh, yeah. I, have you ever no, been to Florida? We, I mean, yeah, but I never had really a bad experience, but I know it's shit. My first shoot ever uh, <clears throat> years ago was uh, in Sarasota, Florida. And I remember I had never been to Florida before. And so I'm like right there. Uh, Sarasota is on the uh, Gulf Coast edge of the state. Mm. And it was the Twilight Zone. I, the whole vibe was bad, but that even was that many years ago, just a year after Katrina. 
Oh. So as I'm driving oh, there, yeah, like I'm driving through the, the swamp in Louisiana and everything from Texas, and everything's still all fucked up and blown apart. It was very eerie ah. all the way there. Ugh, and I, I get imagine. there, and it's it's humid, and and the people, like, I don't know. It's just very invasion of the body snatchers kind of vibe. It's like they didn't feel like people, and everything was sticky and gross. Oh. And, like, nothing about, like, the city planning, like, made any sense. Mm-hmm. It was just just a really odd experience. So it doesn't surprise me in the least that it, Florida really is the fucking ball sack of, <laughs> of, the, of the nation. I mean, I went for a rope con. It must and be like went, a ball sack. <laughs> I went for a rope con, and then I vacationed in Miami for a second. Like, it was kind of a work vacation, but yeah. yeah no, I, I have no plans for going to Florida. No, yeah. I don't think any of us yeah. No. Yeah. For a long while. <laughs> Only reason I go back if they had, and they probably won't have it anymore, is like the, one of the rope cons because there's a big, there's a good fetish scene in Florida. Yeah, that's yeah, what I've heard. Big fetish scene. Well, that's what fat con and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard. I wonder if they're going to move that shit out of there. I now. was just about yeah. to say, I'm, I'm curious yeah. to see how much industry yeah. leaves because it is so alienating to just the very idea of being a sex worker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I really hope so. I know this year it's kind of inevitable because they had all their contracts. So I understand them not moving immediately. Right. But, you know, if they don't move next year, I'm going to be one of the many people that throw a fuss. Online. Yeah, oh yeah. I tend to be the person that I will throw a fuss and just online. and just not show up. Just that solidarity. Of just okay, you want to stay there? You be there alone. Yeah, because we're not coming. Yeah, yeah. They'll probably move it to LA, like DomCon. It's mm. probably just be again. I'd like it to be in like Seattle. That'd be I cool. Like, I like Seattle. Yeah, that'd be dope. God, I haven't been Portland. to Seattle in years. Mm-hmm. I used to live in uh, Tacoma, Washington. You get to hear me say that a lot throughout the podcast. You know, I used to live, that town that you just spoke, I was five minutes from there. <laughs> I, I, that's a good place. That's really Tacoma, uh, I was a kid, so it was like 10 years. Uh, we actually already told the story with uh, another guest. I think it was with um, uh, Asia Bell. Mm. Oh, did oh, okay. I think it was at the Asia Bell because yeah. I was saying how I was 10, and at the the year that I was there, Nirvana was forming just down the street. Now I had no way of knowing I was yeah. ten, but like I was right there. I I probably passed the dude on you the street. You had the energy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, every time somebody mentions yeah. Seattle or, or yeah. the Pacific Northwest, yeah. Did you know I was ten when Nirvana was being formed, and they were like right I across the street. I started playing that. We I started playing that. We've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> so yeah. you're just a. Uh, coming off of you got a you got a Joe job, don't you? You got a regular job? Yeah, I do. I'm yeah. a barista. You don't have to say what it is. Oh, you, well, you just drink coffee. I, I said it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, for me, it's like very important because I originally got my degree to form a uh, cafe. Um, that's why I went into business management. I've been working like as a barista essentially for like five years almost, and like and. End of day, bur- bur- being a barista is the thing that I am most passionate about. Um, I love it. It's like the thing that like wow that never stresses me out. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, so yeah. it's just very like it's very cathartic for me. It, like I'm very much into like the art of it. I was gonna ask, um, are you a coffee nerd? Yeah. Yes. Can you I, can you make yeah. a mean cup of coffee? Yes. Oh. Yes, I can. Ooh. Like so much so that like I kind of hate where I work because I'm like. It's not to my standard. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> like up your shit. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> I actually I make coffee. I have an espresso machine at home that was pretty relatively expensive, like four hundred fifty dollars. My yeah. grinder was like a thousand. Wow. Um, oh shit! It's like it's like coffee file. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have I probably have like three or four grand worth of um, coffee equipment. Oh, Goddamn! Wow. At home. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> well, okay. Since w- we haven't mentioned any like name names, um, and I doubt your bosses will be listening to this podcast. I don't know. But uh, our cat is Dapper is trying to say something. Yes. He wants to say something. I don't think he likes coffee. He's probably uh, like, I don't like he, it. He wants to tell us how much he hates coffee. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> well, he likes milk because he was sniffing on my shoes earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, well, it smells the animal fat, just like yeah. cheese. Yeah. Not good for them, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to ask, since you are a connoisseur, where do where do you get a really good cup of coffee in Vegas? In Vegas, Vesta, absolutely. Vesta. Okay. I had an interview with him recently, but I was just like, Freak. it was it was. I thought it was gonna be a roasting position, but it was a um, like a packaging position that might turn into a roasting position. I was like, nah, man. <laughs> like I'm not gonna downgrade to packaging coffee. Mm-hmm. Like that's not up, that's not mm-hmm. happening. Well. But they have amazing coffee and it's like very consistent they like switch out their roasts frequently i'm a regular they all know me by name no uh, free plug for uh yeah was it vesta right? vesta. vesta vesta coffee roasters they're so vesta good. give me a call let's go ahead and get you you know we'll start promoting you on the sex podcast that you knew nothing about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to keep our performers you know up and peppy and yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I can just come, like, come over here and just start slinging shots, you know. Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, where, where is this place? Because now yeah, I like, I'm, the, I'm asking yeah. for myself. There's, there's two locations. Oh, there's great. one on Sahara. Oh, okay. Um, and then there's one. I think it's like Casino Center or something somewhere downtown. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know location. But they're. I think they're opening another location in the new um, casino, the Durango Casino. Uh, I think they're going to open one there too. Cool. Uh, they're they must be doing good business oh yeah, yeah. they are great and have such like low turnover that's why they everyone knows me because i go in consistently and then wow. it's all the same people i'm like oh wow you're still here i've been here a year and right. still same people i don't care how soccer mom we get on this episode i now i got i'll talk coffee all night long what <laughs> what's your what's your favorite drink what's your favorite coffee drink um so recently because it's been summer months i've been drinking uh iced americanos um, I love the taste of espresso, but I, I can't just drink espresso black. I, I can just to taste the flavor profiles, but it's not something that I like enjoy. So this next step it would be like an Americano. So I'll usually just have a black Americano mm. iced um, because it's a very light drink. Drinking the grown up drinks though. Yeah. In, in, um, or in the winter months, I just drink a plain latte. Nice. I remember when I was a barista about a million years ago when I was in my early, early 20s. Um, I worked at a Barnes & Noble bookstore, and, of course, they license uh, Starbucks. Starbucks. Right. So I, I, was a, I wasn't actually an official employee of Starbucks. I was just licensed to serve mm-hmm. their stuff. And because I'm, you know, I think maybe 21 years old at the time, and just, just – just a big bag of stupid, just a stupid, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, playing in rock bands and just being absolutely irresponsible. And you can't put me in front of equipment at that age. You can't because what I'm going to do, and which I did, was I took a 32-ounce cup yep. at the end of the night and I filled it 
filled it with espresso. Just on, just daring myself. Nobody even. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see. Let's I ate coffee see. grinds today for not, for funsies. No, and then I dared my my coworkers to do. It. They're like, why did you do that? Well, I I did it. I did it, and I'm convinced to this day. I I. Uh, blame that instrument on on why I've never ever done drugs because I feel <laughs> like I've done all the cocaine in the world, so I don't need that experience. Anymore. No, no. <laughs> Do you ever bake with coffee grounds like brownies and cookies and stuff? Um, on occasion, I have not been baking much since I moved to Vegas because it's kind of warm out here. Oh, so yeah. I I have not, but I'm very much into baking as well. Like I wanted to make a cafe, and I was doing a lot of research on. Baking, especially like vegan baking, because I feel like food is culture. And a lot of times I've had a lot of friends that are vegan or have allergies and I can't eat with them at certain places. And like, I feel like everyone should have a place where they can eat. Like everyone at my table needs to eat. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I do a lot of like various types of baking, but I haven't recently. I love how wholesome this episode has become. <laughs> love it. Love it. Last episode. Ashley opened up. Yeah. She, <clears throat> she came in hard. Oh, yeah. She Ashley came in did, did. hard. Yeah, Ashley did have a, yeah. Started right away with where she's shoving fruits. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was talking about a solo she shot. She's like, All yeah. the banana. Yeah. Walking around with artichokes. All of the fruits. <laughs> wow. All of the fruits, I don't yeah. know if I could do an artichoke. <laughs> yeah, that was part of the joke. She was like, she posted an artichoke so people would like recognize what it was and be like, you can't use that for sex, but nobody actually did. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a... a now I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back the other way. Is there like a thing that you specialize in when when you're in you were you're in performer mode, hmm. or a thing that like your fans are always clamoring for? I wouldn't say I have a specialty in anything, but just overall performance, I am very consistent. Um, you know, if you told me, hey, this podcast, you need to actually just do this thing, I'm like, okay, I can do it. Like, no issues at all. Like, I can perform like with like in front of anyone and i don't really get stage fright because i i just don't tend to feel like self-conscious because i think as i've grown like i've learned that like you know everyone's gonna find beauty in one way or another like most of the time i don't look at my own photos i don't look at my own videos because i don't love how i look <laughs> and especially like in certain angles and people will be like oh wow you look so good in the angle i'm like well thanks i hate it but you know what i'm not gonna voice that because that's you like yeah. it like at the end of the day like yeah. you're the one consuming that media absolutely. so i'm going to do something that i know people are going to love absolutely and like that for me that's my specialty like i i'll do whatever whatever needs to be done to like make something look good yeah, and you're... even if even if they say that like if I think that is the stupidest thing ever, I give an example. Like, if someone pays me to zoom in on the mole, one of my moles on my face, and that's it, I'm like, I will let that happen. I think it's stupid, but you know what? If that's what you want, you want, and you're paying me for it, I'm gonna do it. They open the wallet. Yeah, I'm gonna hey, do it. Like, I supply I and demand. You know, yeah, yeah. And if you're if you're comfortable, get it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of performers that. There's just certain things they don't do and not because of like boundaries, but because they are not like, um, it doesn't like do anything for them sexually. Oh yeah. And for me, like most, a lot of the things that I do, like doesn't get me off sexually to begin with. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But I'm also the, on that flip side, I am as a performer, I come very, very, very easily. 
in my everyday life, people, like, when I used to hook up more, they would be like, wow, I made you come. And I was like, it's not significant. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I take, like, two minutes to come, and, like, you just keep going, then I'll do it again, and then I'll do it again, and I'm I'll do of, it again. I'm kind of a sure thing here. Yeah, like, I, like, you, like, you will, if you do not make me come, that is going to be crazy like, absolutely <laughs> crazy like how could you not like i there's not been anyone that hasn't been able to make me come God damn. so like th- with that said uh since we are going down a little sexual uh what are some of the like your favorite fetishes to explore on camera um on camera is definitely very different from like my personal life but on camera i do you like um feet i love doing feet stuff armpit stuff um I love topping on camera. Ah. I love topping on camera. We got yeah, a top. You, you have like a, a favorite like go-to toy that you always use or um, is it just up to the scene? I, I always, so what I do, if, if I have a scene with someone that I'm topping, I bring like six, seven toys and I tell them like, choose what makes you comfortable. What do you want there inside you of you? Like at there the end go. of like, because I am very much a service top. I, and especially since I strap, like I get no physical pleasure from like, Topic. I get mental pleasure. So if oh, my yeah. bottom isn't You're... happy, like what am I? Oh my god! Like what's the point? Like there's literally no point for me to top someone aggressively with a toy that they don't like, and then for them not to come. Like why did I do that? <laughs> right. Like, that's not that's not fun for anyone. Oh yeah, I definitely identify as a service top there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speak in Stephanie's language because she's very much like lifestyle. When I first met her, she she taught me things in terms I've never heard of. So as soon as as soon as you said service top, I was like step. <laughs> so that like predominant, like are you predominantly submissive, or, like in your personal or in my personal life, um, I am usually submissive because it's easier in general, <laughs> and most of the time the people that I'm sleeping with, it's like going to be during a hookup. And a lot of those people are just, like, really caring about their own pleasure. Okay. So then it's easier for me to just, mm. like, lay there. I mean, I'm like, I know, like, one, I know I'm going to come. <laughs> Two, like, just do whatever. Like, it's fine. Easy so then guy. I just come off as, like, not, like, overly submissive, but, like, just, like, kind of a little bit of a pillow prince, a little bit. <laughs> like, in my personal life, if I'm doing a hookup, like, I'm definitely a pillow prince. But if I'm with someone that I care about, like, I am... Even if I'm bottoming, I'm 90% of the time on top. Like, I'm riding dick 90% of the time. And I will I will be down between their legs for, like, 40 minutes. I'm all like, I'm chilling. Like, we're, we're, like, but I don't even, like, during hookups, I don't give oral during hookups. I don't kiss during hookups. I don't, most of the time, that I'm like, hit it from the back, don't look at <laughs> I have this book and this wonderful cup of coffee. You just go ahead and you. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. literally, okay. literally. That's where that uh, meme comes in. Like, would you video game with me with my ass out? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> when I was actually still living in Humble on my grinder, my profile essentially said that, like, hey, if you give me like a rad massage, like you can fuck me. Ooh. So I was getting like free massages like wow. all the time. And like, I would just like let them fuck me afterwards. I'm like, I just wanted this massage and I like, got to come too. That's cool. <laughs> now, uh, when, I, when? I don't. I I I tried a, a dating app once, and it wasn't for me. I know it's very popular around here. Uh, as trans mask person, how does how does that like work? Do you do you find a lot of success on 
like your grinders and your things? If I got on grinder right now, I would ha- at least have 10 people hit me up. Really? Immediately. Really? Immediately. Wow. Very Oof. popular. People are like very curious. I've noticed, especially in Vegas, there's not as many trans guys here at least on, or there's not a lot on grinder because mm. um, there's like a setting where you can just like change to trans and then you'll see sometimes there's trans girls on there and then sometimes there's trans guys on there but there'll be like you know 20 trans girls on there and there'll be like two trans guys two three trans guys and most of the time they're like much older trans guys mm. um or like young like baby trans guys that haven't like really like transitioned or anything um and then, like, then there's me. I'm 24. I am not a baby trans anymore. <laughs> so that I am hit up very, hit very quickly. All the- <laughs> yeah. I've not hooked up with anyone, though, here mm. in Vegas that I haven't had, like, some type of, like, relationship with. Sure, yeah. sure. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's why I haven't hooked up with anyone yeah. here because no one gets tested. I'm like, I'm not down. Mm. I'm not oh, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely be careful. Yeah, yeah. we absolutely have to be careful with yeah, that yeah. very good yeah. point mm-hmm. yeah so that's my biggest thing like i haven't hooked up with anyone in like way over a year because wow yeah now that i'm more in the professional side of the industry i am super careful about who i sleep with though recently unfortunately i did get chlamydia recently really yeah wow so i don't i remember i took this guy to dan's party okay. you were there oh okay um, the was that the blonde, New Year's? Uh, yeah, New Year's party, blonde hair guy. Yeah. Yeah, he gave me a chlamydia. She <laughs> no. I, I thought, like, we were monogamous. Oh, no. So, Lion. Yeah. Men. And I'm, I had got tested, because the last time I shot was in October. Mm. Um, so I got tested in October, did that core ho- core, cohort of people, and got tested again in December. Nothing. Only seeing this one guy. As far as I knew, he had wasn't. He said that he wasn't seeing anyone. Right. So we weren't in a relationship, but he said that he was like monogamous. Like right. we were, and like if he were going to sleep with anyone, he would tell me. Well, he, that's a funny way of telling you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was. Um, and then so December, I got tested. Nothing. Okay. And then I, we weren't together, but I like kind of broke up with him? Question mark in March. Wow. Like shortly before the tease, because I knew I was going to Japan. I was like, I need to break up with this fool or like whatever the, <laughs> whatever we were. I don't know what we were. Right. It was just time to <laughs> end yeah, that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I need to end My it. My like, boy I be gone. Him. Yeah. I was like, I know like he's lying about stuff. And he, I had like, I caught him like saying like, I had asked him, um, Hey, have you slept with anyone? Um, recently? Cause we like took a break and then I came back to him and whatever. And I was like, Hey, while, you know, we weren't seeing each other, like, did you see anyone? He's like, no, okay. And then um, I was kind of testing him because one, because he had said that he was going to get tested, like, yeah, STI testing, and supposedly he did, or he was going to, and I um, was like, oh, yeah, so then did you sleep with anyone from this date to this day? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, did you sleep with anyone before that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, so remember that time where you said, <laughs> no, you hadn't, but <laughs> oh, I had to, man. yeah. And then he's like, oh, but it was just a blowjob. I was like, oh, oh, I was, oh, okay. I was like, and well, he was then. like, it was protected. I was like, you're a liar. <laughs> no one, no one does protected. Blo- no. like, I'm sorry. No one does protected blowjobs. Oh my God. How old is this dude? Um, 
he was 25, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, no one really does. No. Well, like, we all, uh, if you do, like, cool. Go on, you. Know, I mean, like, the majority. it's good when you can get it. Like, especially, like, if it's a service thing. Because, like, that's definitely something I aim for with service. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, um, in personal life, hell fucking yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, oh, and then I got tested in March. I, like, a few days after I broke up with him and or whatever it was yeah and um i was like yeah i'm finally gonna get back into filming i was on such a long filming break because i hadn't filmed from october so it was october november december january march six months i was on a six month filming break and because i was seeing this guy and i didn't completely trust him so i didn't want to pay for testing and for something to come back right so i broke up with him and i got tested and i'm like okay i'm gonna finally get back into like filming i'm gonna film right before the tease maybe a couple times at the tease and then i got i'm like chlamydia and then i called ah, him i was like bitch. you gave me chlamydia and he's like no he was like no i didn't i'm all, he was like i got tested i don't have chlamydia i'm like i know because you so gave it to me <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch should transfer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't have chlamydia. I was like, Yeah. Like, how would I so, have chlamydia? So it's a three to thirty day window for chlamydia. Oh, is it? Yeah, three to thirty day and sometimes even three months if it's like, you know, a sneaky form. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah. I hadn't slept with anyone since October and got tested in December. So it was Wow. Yeah, uh, this is uh, like adjacent, adjacent to the story, but I'm just curious because I've yeah, knock on wood, you know, uh, I've never never had any kind of like VD or, or anything. Mm -hmm. So what do you do for? Is that just like, like antibiotics or? Yeah, what do you do? I was on antibiotics for a week and that oh, was it. Yeah. Oh. I had chlamydia as a teenager. Oh, wow. Um, oh, bad, bad kid. Slutty girl. <laughs> Dirty slutty girl, you know. I, I kind of got in early, I guess. Mm. Um, got oh, yeah. No, no. I remember. I remember. Because we met, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. yeah. And even oh, longer now. Maybe yeah. we're coming up on like 12. You were just a kid. You were 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, you were... I left town around 2021. 20, like, not 2021, but tw around 21. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you were... I left town in 2021. <laughs> firecrackers, what you were. No, definitely. You got around. No, so yeah. And actually, that's a funny fucking story. That's kind of fucked up, actually. We had one LGBTQ center in the city I was from. Uh, we don't have to mention it. Uh, but um, so, yeah, went to it. And that was around the time that the chlamydia tests were they testes, test. <laughs> <laughs> they had to put a Q-tip in your dick. Ooh. Yeah. Like, Ooh. like, not like far, but like, you know, yeah. penetrate your dick hole, like sound you with a Q-tip. Either uh. that or she was being a torturous bitch. Like, <laughs> and there was an intern right there, like a, a, a like a, you know, like 19 year old or whatever oh like that. God. And she was like 30 something. So, I, and I was like, I was, cause it was cold outside. I was shriveled. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It was funny. I was like, oh man, this is embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> But yeah, got through it. Uh, it was a cocktail that they gave you. They just mm. gave you a cocktail of three things. Sometimes they give you a shot. That's more for like syphilis. Or I never yeah. have had it, but I've heard it. Mm. Actually, last time I was at the LGBT, L, L, LGBTQ center here, the center, which is like really great here. Mm. It's really good. Um, and really affordable on testing too. Like the whole panel for like fucking $60. Oh, nice. Oh, I like, actually didn't know that. Yeah. Um, 
and that's with insurance. It's a little bit higher without insurance. But um, yeah, there was this lady that she was in great fucking pain. Like she was like moan, like groaning each step. Like ah. Oh wow. I heard that the syphilis one is like gnarly. It's yeah. It's not. It's a very viscous one. She told me about oh, it. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. It's viscous. <laughs> the viscosity is what makes it hurt so much. I wonder if I would have been fine if I ever d- did one because I've been like. For such a long time, I did testosterone, which is like a, it's really like the, it's is it? pretty it's thick, it's pretty oily. Oh, okay. oh, wow. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then it hurts for six fucking hours and it wow. doesn't really die down at all. Uh, like it can, especially if you take like pain pills and shit, but oh man. Yeah. And, and unfortunately she was a survival worker and shit like that. And she was like, these fucking guys don't wear condoms. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah. I just took, um antibiotics for seven days the worst part was just like i had like a going away party with like my friends yeah um, with my other co-workers because they knew i was going to japan and i couldn't drink so that sucked because i couldn't oh, yeah. drink all the antibiotics and i was just like everyone's like partying in my like favor i'm like <sighs> damn it <laughs> but luckily it was timed like perfectly that when i got to the teas i was already done with all my antibiotics i got to drink at the teas that was, oh like, very my, good that was like my first drink i was like yeah <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good first drink too yeah yeah it was good <laughs> So this is a question that I would really like to know from you because it's, you're so passionate about what you do. Like what, and this is a important question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think are some of the must-have scenes for your fans? Like for like scenes that I need to make? Well, either that you need to make or that you've already made that you want, you're like really proud of, you want them to see. Oh, okay. Um, so I recently done... One, um, this was a scene for Transnificent. This was a solo scene, actually. I did a voiceover for it. Oh, and nice. um, so it was kind of like a audio visual porn, which I had never done before. And I kind of like like walked through it, like while also like doing. Comp- so I w- it wasn't like a JOI. Okay, but it was just me kind of telling a story while also like masturbating. So was the, the visual part like silent movie and then you're like narrating it? Yeah. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. neat. That's so that cool. One, I yeah. like, that was really fun to do. And I really pushed Nikki um, because it was a videography style that she's not necessarily comfortable with. Um, she's not super into like very like erotic type scenes. She likes the, you know, everything's completely well lit. There's no shadows. Like, oh, yeah. there's not... High key shooting, yeah. High yeah. key diffuse. Yeah. So, I we had a lot of little cuts. Like, we did so many, like, B-rolls. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, it was... It took a while to edit. We had to, like, find certain music, like, um, royalty-free music. Yeah. That was a really good scene that I personally loved. And I love, like, how my body looked and how my like my skin looked extremely smooth nice and it was just like it was a very body confident day so like it has not gotten enough love and it definitely needs to because i just love how i look in it there's so many good and we did all of the stills for we did like two we're supposed to do 100 stills we got like two or 300 oh wow and then (laughs) so there's a lot of stills and there's the shots are just gorgeous um love and then i also have a space series um <laughs> really yeah nice. so i like to do like comedy porn oh fuck <laughs> so that's yeah. that's fun i've there done you go. yeah 
um, that one's That's a tight. pretty good series that I'd like to work on some more. Is that um, just like you by yourself or? No, I've had like different people. What's um, the, what's the premise? So the premise is that I am a space engineer. <laughs> um, and then, so the first part I go to fix someone's ship and, um, you know, he's like, has an issue with his ship and I'm an engineer. I'm also wearing chaps, <laughs> assless chaps. Like you do in yeah, space. Yeah, and I have my, like, I have my head All standard engineer garb, of course. Yeah. yeah, and I had, like, you know, some of my tools and, like, belt, and I came up with, like, a little, like, well, actually, it was a really big, heavy toolbox, so I had to, like, pretend that it was not heavy, but it was, like, <laughs> it, it was really heavy. Um, so, yeah, that one was really fun, and then, I, like, we just, like, I was like, oh, no, the space is telling, or the ship is telling us to have sex because it's rattling, <laughs> and we have sex. So, like, yeah. So that's great. And then I did a um, uh, little off series off of that. Um, this is going to make no sense. But so I here I am making out as a cowboy with my cowboy boyfriend. Keith <laughs> um, Arrow's cowboy boyfriend making out with as a cowboy boyfriend. We're both wearing straps. Going Brokeback Mountain. And then yeah. Yeah. Scene, Hot. scene change. There is an alien watching us. <laughs> It, he is having issues with his ship, so he figures, oh, my God, I need to reach out to Keith Eros, the engineer. So <laughs> he looks at his facial recognition device, which is, like, this, like, just piece of cardboard we put on the yeah. on the wall, and we, like, green screened him watching the video of me making out with my cowboy boyfriend, and he uses his facial recognition Thing to find know. to find Keith Eros and um, he finds Keith Eros. He's like, why? Where's Keith Eros's head balls? Why? Why is he a cowboy? <laughs> and he's like, whatever. I need my my ship fixed. So he beams in to the cowboys set. Yeah, and it's all the same like corner and on in Nikki's loft. It's all the same, but like oh. we like we had to like tear down the set, do film all of the space portion, and then uh, tear down film all of the. Um, the ranch yeah. version. So it was all the same set. And wow. like, you could see it was like the same couch. Like yeah. you knew you were, it was the same spot. So it was just funny. And yeah. he like beams in and he's like watching me and my um, my boyfriend. And I'm like sucking my boyfriend's dick. And I'm like watching him. And I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and then like my boyfriend, my cowboy boyfriend like literally does a double take. He's like, whoa, it's really, whoa. it's really funny. And then he's like, I need you to fix my ship. I'm like, he's like, you're Keith Arrows, right? I'm like, mm yeah i'm like but i'm not an engineer but i'll go look at your ship <laughs> so then he beams us onto our ship and then we end up just fucking him oh, <laughs> so we so we fucked those fuck the alien, alien. Yeah. yeah and then he like he's like wait you're not the real keith arrows you can go back home <laughs> but i'm not i haven't i'm not sure yet if i want to develop it as that is a multi there's like multi-dimensional uh, Keith Eros's <laughs> nice. or if that cowboy Keith Eros was pretending to just be a cowboy and actually is the alien Keith Eros engineer. Uh, so I'm, not, I'm not sure you got yet. some threads there to yeah. follow up on. Oh, Keith Eros fucking multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it the cowboy Keith Eros? Is it the space alien Keith Eros? And then there's like my god Keith Eros persona too. What is that? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if you do. You know what Eros means? Yeah, or the what Eros, Eros is like the god, the, the yeah. god of like lust, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a god of lust. So then I've done a lot of like that last, um, the last video I was talking about, the one that I did the auto the. Um, audio erotic stuff for that one was me kind of dressed as a great god as well oh. so i do a lot of like 
Greek ah, ish nice. cosplay. I don't, I wouldn't. I don't know if you'd call it cosplay, but it was just like a play on my name. So I gotcha. I dress up a lot for like that. Um, also, I kind of have a god kink, so I'm like, yes, worship me. <laughs> oh, wow. that's the first time I've like ever heard of that. God yeah. kink, oh, cool. right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's like the whole goddess and body worship. It plays into the whole domination fetish mm-hmm. thing. You yeah. definitely hear it a lot more with women, but I don't really know any men that really um, play on it. Yeah. So I have cornered kind of, that market. Yeah, I try to like exemplify that a little bit, but. I get lost, and then I start doing, and then I start doing comedic porn, and then I start. <laughs> that, I there's, mean, honestly, that sounds a lot. So, <laughs> that sounds so fucking cool. I might have to look this scene up and just see the how it's, how, it's how wild beautiful. it is. <laughs> and then the one for the space one is beautiful too. Yeah, the space one is with the one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the space one is so beautiful. I actually have the entire intro and outro on Pornhub for free. Oh, I, just, I was like, I'm this, gonna check that. I was like, this is, proud of it. I'm like, yeah. this is a cinematic masterpiece. They won't get the sex, but they they need to watch the yeah. intro and the outro. It's so good. You oh, gotta, yeah. When you're proud of your work, yeah, I do that kind of thing too. You take that, yeah. just that. I'm just proud of this. I don't care if it's free. Yeah. And you just put it up there because like. Yeah. Look what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And like we did, you know, it was all of the green screen stuff, the editing. Like I had no, we did not go into that day planning to do that was the thing. So we had two models that were coming over to shoot for Transnificent. And I asked like, hey, do y'all want to collab? And they're like, yeah, we're going to. So then I was going to collab with the two of them separately and then i'm like what if we did a threesome and then i started looking through a costume bug i'm like what if i was a cowboy and then and then it was a uh, leo lovely and he's like well what if i was an alien and then he gets like there's like nikki had this like belt and he put the belt like over his like chest like, yeah over his nipples so yeah. he was just wearing a belt on his nipples and it was just like purple sparkly belt that's like not supposed to be there but it was like a belt and it's like oh, wonderful it yeah. was ridiculous and i loved it so much and queer it was, cowboy love with interdimensional yeah. <laughs> threads there. Yeah. Sometimes, Fuck like, yeah. the best stuff that you make is just, like, you know, yeah, no planning. Right. right off the cuff. Absolutely. So, guys, I'm looking at our, our clock here. It just zoomed by. It yeah. just zoomed by. Now, we still have a few more minutes. So, um, listeners of the show know that we like to end on, like, this one particular question. There's, like, mm-hmm. one or two that we always go to. So, we'll tie a bow on this episode, but we got to have you back, please. Yeah, we got to have you back. But we'll wrap a bow on this one with this question. Um, now, you've been in the industry for about three-ish years, yeah. right? So um, it's really exciting for me to get your perspective on this because we've only had uh, trans girls that we've asked this question, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what would be three pieces of advice that you'd give to somebody kind of coming into the industry? Mm-hmm. Especially as a trans guy, mm-hmm. um, community... I've like I really haven't been too involved with the trans masculine community except for like the past year and you know I've seen ties like come and go and they I I'm sad to see a lot of people don't want to rely on each other anymore Mm -hmm. but I think that's so important to like have a strong community because you're like you're all in it together and especially with the trans guys like we are quote unquote an emerging industry um, we're really developing this industry right now, and if I I hate to see it in a way where everyone's developing in a way that it's selfish. Like we can, mm. we're making this industry right now. We're putting it into the forefront. And we can do it in a way that is positive, that is supporting, and you're going to do that by creating community, taking yeah. care of just yourself, 
Like that is going, you are literally setting what the standard is. The standard is being established as we speak. And if that's how we're going to set it, I feel like in longevity, it is, it's not, it's not good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a very important point. So I think for trans guys, like that is like one of the number one things, but uh, you said three things. Yeah. Um, if, if you can. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, you don't have, yeah. Number two, let's see, of what... Um, you know, just, I, I feel like with everyone, like finding your niche, like, you know, and oh, being yeah. true to yourself, I tend to have a lot of difficulty being a feminine Latino trans boy, um, you know, getting a lot of like recognition and like being seen by different, um, like, by buyers, um, because I don't really appeal too much. A lot of times with trans guys, they like the trans guys to be some type of stereotype and even for cis guys i don't fit a stereotype there's right. like there's not a huge market even on the cis side of um feminine latino porn stars like there's not right. and for me i keep true i am continuing to keep true to myself but you know sometimes it's hard but i think you know finding your niche and like sticking to it even when it's hard because you know um people need to see that and there's people that do want to see it it might be harder to find them but people want to see it and be resilient yeah yeah absolutely so, like, i've gone through a lot of the hard times where i'm just like financially struggling and i just like mm -hmm. trying to get through it but I'm, like i don't want to change myself i don't want to start being more masked and presenting in a way that's not it's right. not me not like, it's just it makes me uncomfortable like i don't want to do things like a certain way like but who I am is like who should be loved. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So yeah, finding that niche for sure. And then the third thing, please do paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping you'd come with like a practical yes, because please do paperwork. Take pictures of your IDs. God damn it. Please. Two two five seven. Model release. Yes. IDs, bunny ears. It all goes in a drawer. Yeah. Like seriously. So Sophie Ladder's resources. Go, use oh my god like yeah. please those like oh she's are, an angel we, yes. got, we gotta have her on the show too oh my yeah. god absolutely like that you could like talk the whole time just about the development of that oh, oh my god like geez uh that is such she is such an important resource yeah. and everyone needs to be doing paperwork only fans tagging system is not paperwork mm, <laughs> it's not paperwork no, no. there is not if the moment that OnlyFans decides to shut down or something happens, they decide they don't want sex workers on there anymore, you're going to lose all of your content. You cannot post that anywhere. Mm -mm. That is going to be completely lost content if you do not have any paperwork. Yep, and you absolutely. possibly have a chance of being on the sex offender list. Yes. Yeah, if they pull it for a 2257 and you yes. can't vouch. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do paperwork. So oh, paperwork, God. paperwork, paperwork. You Intric listening, kids? Paperwork. Intricate. Do your paperwork. It's worth the extra five minutes. <laughs> it really is. And you don't like. You can have really complex paperwork, but you could just have like two paper. Two. You just need a two two five seven model release IDs. You're done. Yep. Like. Yep. Yeah, and you can even you can even make it fun by working in a checklist, especially if you do like more extreme like BDSM mm -hmm. stuff. You can mm -hmm. put a checklist behind it or in front of it and say, hey. Got a little incentive. What are you, what are you into? And then also yeah. the scene partner knows hey, what to You know what? With. It feels really good being prepared, showing up on set and being the person that has all their shit in order. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a really good feeling. I've all, pretty much probably like 80% of my shoots, I brought paperwork. I'm like, here you go. And they're like, oh, paperwork. Wow. They're like, what's it for? 
I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and then I have to school someone. But right. like, you know what? That's fine because like, if I t- I will drill into them the importance of paperwork, and then they'll be like, okay, I'm gonna start doing paperwork. And it's app now mostly. Like, yeah. but paperwork still is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And kitty cats, we are like out of time. But I got a piss. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we all got to take a trip to the bathroom. I believe you owe me one of your fine cups of coffee. Oh, absolutely. I have my full setup at Please. Nikki's house. If you ever yeah. come by, I will make you a bomb cup of coffee. Please. That of you is, are welcome. That is a deal. Thank you. So All right. Uh, Keith, thank you so much for being on. Stephanie. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Thanks so much thank for coming you. on. Thank you. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Absolutely. And Absolutely. can't wait to have you back. And with that, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. This has been another episode of the Approximate Podcast. Shut up, cat. <laughs> Dapper's trying to say bye. All right.